0: Welcome to Matter of Mindset, a podcast to help you create a healthier, happier mind so you can feel calmer, more confident and braver about who you are and what you choose to do. My name's Emily and I'm the founder of Matter of Mind Coaching and it's my job to support and empower my clients to make positive changes in their life whether that's to their thinking or what actually is going on, because what we think is who we become. So I'm here to help you shift your mindset when you need to and to help you grow your awareness to how you think so you can make better choices and make positive changes in your life when you need them. For those who have listened to episode one, it's been a while and you'll notice a change to the name of the show and to the format. And the reason being is because life got busy and I found myself not having the time to plan the rest of the episodes and line up the guests and do all the work that went into that. I'd basically given myself too much to do. So in the spirit of practicing what I preach, I made a change. So rather than hearing from a variety of guests and people, you'll hear from me every time. Now, this series, I'm going to share my top tips and guidance on how you can develop a more positive mindset, improve your well-being and navigate challenges that you might be facing. It's my hope that you'll feel inspired and motivated to make positive change after listening. So let's dive in. So on today's episode, I'm going to talk you through how to cope with change post lockdown because we're back aren't we? We're back to the office. We're back to the gym, the pub. We're allowed to be with our friends again. We're allowed to hug our friends, which might feel really weird. We're even allowed in each other's houses after so long. You know, we've only seen like a few people for a year and a bit. So I'm going to chat through how we can all cope with this change. And while it's exciting, it can feel quite overwhelming. So I'm going to help us to think about what we can do to feel better in our minds and hopefully feel a little bit calmer as well. I can feel, you know, a really positive energy in the air, especially as this weather gets better and the mornings are lighter and the evenings are getting longer too. There is a lot to look forward to. Many people are having their social lives back, they're going out more, they're seeing more people than they were before, and hopefully doing things and seeing people that they missed. But at the same time, I also feel that this sudden change is a lot for some people, especially if you've really discovered certain things about yourself over the past year and a half or, you know, however long it's been, you might have changed and that's okay. But now you might be feeling like you have to get back to normal in quotation marks or you have to go back to what you were doing before the pandemic when, you know, you know the answer is that you don't need to do that. So I'm here to help you just process that and adapt to everything that's going on. Because with this sudden change, we can feel overwhelmed and it can be anxiety inducing. You're having to adapt again. And while I'm so happy, like I've said, that people are getting a taste of their lives back, I am conscious that some of this returning to, quote, quote, normal may not be the best for some people. It makes sense if you're feeling like this. I think everyone is feeling a little bit tentative about these changes and and going back to something and kind of emerging post-lockdown because we loved routine. We love habits and we love kind of doing similar things each day. And we've all got into a routine of being at home when now we've had, you know, a month or so of, of being back to certain things and there's been changes along that way and there'll be more to come. And as I said, while these are great, you might be feeling a mix of emotions. So that's what I just wanted to say right up top before we dive into some ideas of how you can cope. Just wanted you to take a pause and kind of tell yourself that whatever you're feeling is okay. You might be excited and that's okay too. You might feel anxious and that's all right. Let's all just be kind to ourselves and all just remind ourselves to go at our own pace as well with this. So today I'm going to share some ideas, like I've said, with you on how to cope with these changes that you might be experiencing post-lockdown. And hopefully by doing that, I will help you to shift your mindset. I will hopefully help you to feel a bit calmer and a bit more in control of whatever you're thinking at the moment. So before thinking about how to handle what's going on right now, I'd suggest taking some time to actually process what's happened over the last 12 plus months, which you might have done already. And those of you who have come to my webinars and my workshops this is something that i've been helping people to to look at to process what's gone on what's happened to them it's been an emotional roller coaster it's been full of ups and downs and you know personally i've been taking some time to reflect on what's happened in the last year and i've been asking myself some really important questions so it's really important you carve out that time You might want to look at the past year and a bit and be like, you know what? I want to forget that year. And that's okay. It's been hard and challenging. But what I would say, having had a tough year myself, is actually looking back on the past can help you to gain insight. Really important lessons are in the past. And before we move forward in our lives, it is important to just process like what the hell happened. So, Perhaps I'll encourage you to just grab a pen, grab a piece of paper and ask yourself a couple of questions. Help yourself to process what happened in the last year and a bit before you move on, before you start to take steps to, you know, transition back into life post lockdown. Ask yourself, what did I learn about myself that I didn't know before? Such an important question. We are always changing and it's okay to change how we feel about things. But the last year plus has just been just so unusual for all of us. And you will have been having different thoughts, different perspectives, hopefully. And you will have learned a lot about yourself. You might not have stopped to think about it. And that's why it's important to take this time out to think, did I discover something I loved to do that I had no idea that I liked it? during the lockdowns or did you stop doing something that you didn't enjoy or were there little things that you started to appreciate more that were you know wholesome rewarding little habits that you did you and your friends did or you and your family did just taking note of all those things and maybe thinking about What out of those lessons, what out of those habits, what out of those things do you want to keep? What do you want to carry on doing? Because you're allowed to carry on doing things that made you feel good during lockdown. And you might feel like it's not possible to do those things now that social calendars are getting busier and more filled up. But you are allowed to make space for those things that made you feel good. You're allowed to have changed your priorities. You're allowed to change what you spend your time doing. And while, of course, it's great to get out, to socialize, to connect back with people, just check in. Am I doing that for me or other people? Think about the lessons you learned over the past year and a bit and really reflect on, you know, what you got out of that, what you want to carry on, and what you don't want to carry on as well. Really important practice to grow that awareness so you can get those valuable insights and move forward with a bit of a plan, a bit of a list. I'd like to carry on doing this. I'd like to carry on doing that. And then you'll start to think when people ask you, would you like to hang out or do you want to go here? You can just pause and think, does this align with what I want to do now? And if it does, great. If it doesn't, you're allowed to say no. You're allowed to show up in a different way to how you did before the pandemic. So that's the first thing I'd encourage you to do. Process what actually happened over the past year plus. My next piece of advice is something that I often say in any change. You get to go at your own pace, whatever that looks like to you. And of course, try and respect other people for the speed in which they go. You might want to catapult back into life and you might want to go at such speed, whereas you actually also might be feeling like, no, for me, it's, it's those baby steps. It's that tentative transition back into life. You've gotten used to a new way of living over the past 12 plus months and while there'll be aspects of your old life that you've really missed, it's also normal if you feel apprehensive about going back to something. You might feel nervous about stepping out of your comfort zone again if you haven't for a while. The most important thing to do is just take things one step at a time. Go at that pace that you want to go at. Try to just ease into this. Don't compare your experience either to anyone else's. Avoid that comparison because that will really protect your mindset. If you don't want to do something that everyone else is doing, then that is okay. Give yourself that permission to choose what you do and tune into that gut intuition as well. What feels right in that moment? Try to tune into what you want to say no to and what you want to say yes to. So as well as writing loads of things down and using your journal to answer some really important questions, another way that you can teach yourself to go at a slower pace is to move your body in a mindful way. Move your body in a slow way. And the best way you can do this, from my personal experience, is practicing yoga. Practicing a form of yoga called Hatha yoga. Because that practice helps to slow down your brain. And it helps you to build an awareness of as well of how you're feeling in a given moment. Both in the mind and the body. Now this can be hard to do if you're used to rushing or you're used to doing exercise or yoga even that's quite fast paced. But over time, when you've practiced this kind of form of yoga, you will feel the benefits. You will have taught yourself it's okay to slow down. And in turn, you will have taught your body that it's okay to go at your own pace. You can start to tune in more to your body and the messages that it's sending you. And just give yourself that permission to go slowly. Another great thing you can do is bring that sense of going at your own pace to walking. Again, if you know me, you know I love to get outside. You know I love to walk. And I use my walking time as mindfulness practice. So just check in. Am I going at a pace I feel comfortable at? And by doing these practices when we're moving our bodies... We will then be reminded of those times when we're walking or practicing yoga, when a decision comes up where we need to check in on, am I going at the pace I'd like to go at? Am I going at a pace that's comfortable to, to me? And you can think back to those practices of walking mindfully or practicing that Hatha yoga and just ask yourself, is this pace comfortable to me? For some of you, the answer to that question might be like, yeah, this pace is okay." You might be really happy to go back to see loads of friends, see your family, socialise again, be in restaurants. And if that is you, then that is fine. But if it's not you, what I'd also say, as well as obviously going at that pace that feels comfortable to you, at times try to give yourself a gentle encouragement to ease into things you might be a bit nervous about, but just stepping into that kind of growth zone, out of your comfort zone and just think, yeah, I'm only taking a tiny step out of my comfort zone here for the benefit of me. Because, you know, if you do start socialising with people again, you will feel that benefit. But just think about the conditions that will feel comfortable to you and communicate that as well to the people that you want to see. And if they are supportive of you, they will understand. But definitely, if you're feeling a little bit apprehensive, just try and give yourself that gentle encouragement to just try a few things that you're feeling a little bit nervous about. My next tip to help you cope with the changes post lockdown is to make time for the things that you know boost your well-being that you know boost your mood now we all know what these are like getting a good sleep eating well doing exercise getting outdoors connecting with people who make us feel good but sometimes we struggle to do these things so on a Sunday if that suits you start to just look at the week ahead And try to schedule in time for the things that are going to boost your well-being, for the things that are going to bring you joy. Sounds cheesy, but you need to prioritise this stuff over the work stuff, in my opinion. It's not always easy to do this. Some weeks we have to do our jobs, work hard, and sometimes we don't have a lot of time spare. But just try to block out pockets in your diary on a Sunday or over the weekend where you know that's my time there or I'm going to go and spend time outside there or I'm going to see that person there that makes me feel really good. And you can put this in the diary if that suits you. I find this is helpful. I can block out these times where I know I'm going to do something that will boost my well-being, that will boost my mood. And sometimes you might think I don't have time. I don't have time to do these extra things. But you have to see the time you spend investing in your well-being and investing in doing things that are good for you is going to help you enjoy your work more. It's going to actually help you to improve how you show up at work or how you show up in your life or how you show up to your kids or your partner or your friends or to yourself. So Just make sure that you are scheduling time in for the good stuff and put that in first. Look forward to it, even if it's 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there. It's so important to try and do this because we so often override things that are in our diary for other commitments. We have to try our best to strike a balance. Now, something else that will really help to boost your well-being is trying to be in the moment which so many of us find really hard, especially in a world full of distractions, other people, what's next, what's next, lists of things and plans, when actually grounding ourselves in the moment and practicing mindfulness is really going to impact our mood and our well-being. Some of you know that I bring mindfulness into my coaching. I incorporate it into my own everyday life. And I'm currently training to be a qualified mindfulness teacher as well. So I am such an advocate of practicing mindfulness. Now, you might say, again, I don't have time to do this or I've tried it before and it didn't quite work for me. So if that's you and you've tried apps and you've tried to sit for 10 minutes a day and meditate and practice mindfulness, then why not try and bring mindfulness into the everyday, into the everyday activities? Because mindfulness is just focusing on the moment, focusing on what you can experience through your senses. So the next time you go for a walk, why not try and focus on your footsteps? Focus on what you can see what you can hear, how you feel when you start to tune in to those sensations. It's a really, really simple practice. You don't need an app. You move in your body, you're outside. You can walk around the block. A few minutes. Even doing this for one minute will help you feel grounded, will calm your mind and will boost your well-being. So practising mindfulness could be something that could really help you right now as you cope with this kind of change of pace post-lockdown. Just give it a go. And remember, mindfulness is not about clearing your mind. It's actually about growing awareness to your thoughts, to your feelings, to the sensations that you are experiencing in that moment and just gently noting them and noticing them. Oh, I'm thinking oh, I'm feeling, oh yeah, I'm seeing this, I'm hearing this. It's all about building up that awareness and being in that moment. And it's okay for thoughts to pass and come and go, but we can just notice them and let them go by. So perhaps now's the time for you to incorporate a little bit of mindfulness into your life. Of course, the apps are great as well. So maybe now is the time to start that up. Maybe you'll download Headspace or you'll download Calm or Insight Timer. But relieve the pressure and just try two minutes. And that will really help you to cope with the change, to feel more grounded about what's going on and to just tune in to how you're feeling each day. Another change many of you will be going through is going back into the workplace Everyone's setup will look different. Maybe you have a phase return, a full return. Maybe you didn't even work from home and you're now going to be completely working from home. You might also work for yourself like I do. And the places that you went to to find inspiration, to meet clients, to have meetings, were also closed during this time and they're starting to open up again. So whatever situation you're finding yourself in, There are bound to be changes that you're going to have to cope with, hopefully positive changes, but some of those changes may be challenging. You may feel really excited about going back to work to see your colleagues again in real life as well. But one thing that's really important to remember is just to ease into it and don't fantasize too much about what returning to the workplace is going to look like. You may already be there, but if you are going to go back, just remove the expectations from yourself. This is the first time you may be going back after a long time of not being there. Ease into that as well and just make sure you don't over fantasize about what that's going to look like. This is not a sprint. Transitioning back into work after lockdown is going to take some getting used to. And if you are feeling a little bit apprehensive, then be brave enough to just speak to somebody, whether that's your manager, a colleague, or HR, and just say to them what you feel will work best for you. If this is hard to do, maybe work with a friend to figure out how you can communicate your needs to somebody. And whether you go back to the physical office or you stay working from home or you do work for yourself and you're going to ease back into co-working spaces or cafes, remember, whatever you do, connect with people who lift you up. If you go back to the workplace, why not arrange walk and talks with colleagues or friends? And also make sure you stay in touch with those who are still at home for whatever reason they'll want to still feel connected to this transition this change so make sure you incorporate them into social catch-ups try to of course meet people in real life in the office but check in with those people who haven't yet transitioned back into the office and think up ways that you can involve them with the team in the office And remember, if you are going back to the workplace or you are going to start working from different places other than your home, what are you doing around that work and in those pockets of free time to boost that well-being that I talked about before? Your morning routine is going to look a little bit different now. How can you make that still feel good for you? Can you do something in that that morning that's going to help get you in that right frame of mind? So if you're going back to work, think about what you can do, just one thing every morning to boost that mindset, boost that well-being. Can you move your body? Can you meditate for two minutes? Can you read a book that makes you feel good? Just have that two minutes for yourself before you rush up and out and back to it. The same applies for that evening. Try and implement a lovely wind down routine. Again, These things are hard to implement. They take time. So give yourself a bit of kindness with all this. But now you're going to be maybe leaving the house and going to work and then coming back. You want to make sure that you're looking after yourself and that you're winding down. And you're going to spend your evening, yes, probably doing things you need to do like life admin or kids if you've got them looking after them. But make sure you carve out a bit of time to wind down, to relax, to prepare yourself for sleep. Remember to rest and recharge and tell yourself as well, it's really okay to rest. By resting, you'll actually gain more energy for the following day. So allow yourself to relax. Do things in the evening that are gonna calm you down, not stress you out and make you feel okay. And remember to ask yourself that question, what went well today? So just think about how you can bookend your day in the morning and the evening. What little things can you do to feel energized in the morning and able to relax in the evening? Maybe in that reflection you do, looking back at the 12 plus months that we've just had, you noticed a couple of habits that you started to do during lockdown or while you were working from home and you're now thinking yeah I want to carry that on but maybe you might not have time to do it as much but scale it down how can you do a little bit of it remembering to avoid that all or nothing mindset so now you might be ready to think about well what's next what are my post-lockdown choices and what choices have I made so far that feel good for me And what choices may not feel as positive for me? Just checking in is so important. It may feel like a drag, but you're going to be checking into how you feel. And just tuning into, yeah, that felt right when I did that. Or that didn't feel so good. We'll build up that intuition that I always talk about. And a quote I want to kind of leave you with and some ending questions as you transition back into the workplace or back into life post lockdown is this one that you've probably seen going around. In the rush to return to normal, use this time to consider which parts of normal are worth rushing back to. So just sit with that and think what comes up for you. And even challenging what we were thinking was normal before. Many people overworking, burning out, feeling very stressed, not having healthy boundaries. How can we think that that is the norm? And unfortunately, many of us and many people I work with will be going back into those situations. We'll be going back into workplaces that, where that is the culture, unfortunately. But try and focus on what you can control. Try and focus on setting yourself some healthy boundaries and maybe even define that word normal for yourself. Many people, you know, can't stand the word normal because it means something different to everybody. But just check in. What are you rushing back to and why? And I'm going to leave you with some questions to have a think about. So as you think about your choices now, Just question what matters. What actually matters to you now that maybe didn't before? What will you choose to do now that maybe you didn't before? What are you going to prioritize now? And what boundaries will you set for yourself now? The key word here, as I'm sure you've noticed, is now. Remembering that this is an opportunity for you to make different choices than you did before. Make empowered choices for your well-being. And remember, there's no right way to do this. There's no right way to emerge from lockdown. This is new for all of us. It's about trial and error. Figuring out what works best for you as you emerge from lockdown. Asking yourself the right questions. Incorporating healthy habits into your day. Surrounding yourself with supportive people. And just checking in on what's going well and what's not going so well as you emerge from this situation we've all found ourselves in. Many of us now are actually in a period of post-traumatic growth, which is how so many humans bounce back after traumatic events. We are resilient, we are strong, and we actually experience growth after such challenging times. So remind yourself of that. You've been through a lot. Remember as well, it's okay to have changed. And while things have been a challenge, there is so much to look forward to. We are social creatures and we do crave company and that connection. I know that I can't wait to go to a gig in person and to feel that vibe and that energy in the room. So just remember that it is okay to look forward to things as well. But just taking your own pace, being flexible, being adaptable, and being compassionate to yourself and others. Just ease in. So that's it for today's episode. I hope you've enjoyed this one all about how you can cope with change post-lockdown. I'd love to know if you found it valuable. Do get in touch with me on Instagram at Matter of Mind Coaching just to let me know what you thought of this week's episode. And as ever, please do follow me if you're listening on Spotify and click the subscribe button on Apple. It means you won't miss an episode and you'll get to hear some really helpful tips to build a more positive mindset. And remember, if you want to make change, you've got this.